Welcome back to Badass Women 50 Plus. I am Robin Lane. I am 87 years of age. I am a producer, a director, a psychotherapist, and I am the creator of this show. My co-host, the beauteous Maria Sakor, is not with us today as she is off making a movie. She's also less than half my age. The mission of Badass Women is to explore how a crisis in the life of a woman, which at the time can seem absolutely devastating, can lead to a new awakening, to greater strength, and ultimately to a far better life. Today, however, as our guest, we have a woman who is not talking about her own personal crisis, but rather one that we all face. She is a renowned choreographer, and her concern is with our planet, and more specifically, how global warming will affect our water supply. In that light, she has created a most astounding and astonishing series of dances which go all across the United States and you will have the opportunity to see. Frankly, if you have no concern as to what is happening to our environment, then you might want to tune out now because I am really not interested in having, as our viewer, anyone who is living in a dream world. I'm a successful woman because I'm a realist and global warming is now a fact of life. Fresh water seems abundant, doesn't it? But when you account for all the water on this earth, it's a very limited supply. It's actually just 3% of the water on our planet is fresh water. And the majority of that is contained in glaciers and ice sheets and stored below the ground. And the remaining 1% is found in lakes, rivers, and our diminishing wetlands. The heavier rainstorms that we have all begun to see increase surface runoff. Now, surface runoff, what that is, is water that flows over the ground after a storm. And this increase in moving water will stop nutrients from the soil, it will pick up pollutants, it will pick up dirt and other undesirables and flush them into nearby bodies of water, mucking up our water supply. Water quality is already diminishing in many parts of our country. So now let's go to Dale Andre. Hi, Robin. I am absolutely honored to have you on with us at Eminent. I'm just thrilled. So let's start with, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? My name is Dale Andre, and I am a dancer, choreographer, and uh, arts administrator. I've seen your videos that we're going to be watching today, and they are, and I have a very short attention span, and they moved me, and I watched them again and again, and it wasn't because of this interview, it was because they were just so magical, and they created an emotion in me. Well, that's so you, Yeah, so what we're going to be watching today is... is particular genre that you've been doing, which is the National Water Dance. So first of all, can you explain what interested you in that? Because I know it had to do with the environment, which couldn't be more prescient at this point in time. Well, what really inspired me to begin with was the collective spirit of what we call movement choirs, which 
Rudolf Laban, a dance theorist and, and creative, um, created back in the early 20th century. And that particular form inspired me because it brings all kinds of movers into the experience, from professional dancers to young children to senior citizens, that we can move together and create this movement choir that has the collective energy that comes when you move with others. And then to take that further in involving in the environment and be part of that conversation. And now the 21st century, we can create this movement choir digitally. So it goes way beyond the amount of people we can pull into one space. We go across the United States dancing simultaneously and live streaming all the performances across the United States. What kind of a challenge is that? I was astounded, all the different states. And I think one of the funny things that the viewer is going to want to do is see if they can pick out in the first video, I think it's the one from 2014, if they can pick out their state. Because I kept trying to say, which one is New York? Dale, I had started to ask you about the challenges of doing something so enormous, involving so many different points of origin and so many different people. Something like this is so interesting. When you talk about making any kind of progress or doing any kind of project, it's putting one step in front of the other. And I had originally done this as a statewide project. And when I decided to make it national, it was just sitting down and Googling all these universities that had dance programs across, across the United States and professional companies and contacting them a lot of cold calls and a lot of time. But every response back, I always felt like it was like a Valentine. You know, you wait on Valentine's Day as a kid to get cards. And every time it came in, it was just like, oh, my God. It must have gotten quite discouraging. That still happens. You know, you put the you put the information out and there's silence and it can be quite lonely. But now I do have people who work with me and we inspire one another. And we've done it enough now that we just have to we understand, you know, and you become very patient with one emails not enough, but two, maybe three. Maybe it's a text for someone else. Maybe somebody comes in at the last moment and you get used to different people's timing. You know, you have to relinquish a lot of control even as you control the situation. Tell me something about the National Water Dance of 2016 because it's completely different. And well, that's, the, excuse me, but that's the one where people can see what's their city and their state because I know when New York came up, I went, ah, <laughs> there I am. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. I'm glad that you were excited by that because that was part of it is to really give recognition. Well, we this was our second round, and the videographer that I worked with, um, Lynn Wimmer, who also is a dancer, we just understood more of what we wanted to project. I mean, every year is different because there's sometimes there's same participants, many times there's new, there's always new participants. Each location has their own choreographer. I choreographed the Miami event, but I organized the entire national event, but each location has their own dancers and choreographers. So it's always different. We do share the same movement phrases that open the event and that close it. So that's the unifying aspect that we have some movement that we all do. And when you look at the video, you'll start to recognize certain repetitious movements that come in that everyone uses. But 
identifying the locations was important to us so people could just see the range of um, participants. You know, I watched it several times and there was one, you, you can watch it forever because there's constant little differences and little changes. And there was one section where this woman is pouring, a dancer is pouring water and she's pouring water from a bowl into the ocean or whatever. And if you look at the end, there's a little tiny goldfish that she's putting back. Yes. And so it, it's like the more you, and I'm going to tell my audience, the more you watch this, the more detail you will see. And as I said before, I have a short attention span. So if I like it and I'm captivated, everyone will be. If our viewer wants to see more, they can go to YouTube. And I think we'll put up the name of your channel so they can watch more. But they, you had one where there were people in, in wheelchairs. Yes, that was, a, that was the Daring Estate in Miami. And also if they go to our website, NWD Projects, they just click on National Water Dance and they can see all of the National Water Dances from 2014 to 2020. Then you, we came into COVID. And how did you manage that problem? That's the video we're going to see next, which is 2020. Right. What well, was that like? Well, 2020 was a very big year for us because we had planned on a major event on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. I'd gone a few times to meet with all the dancers and organizations that were participating. And I was in Washington at the time when we found out that everything was closing down. I got a call from the producer in Miami that said no more performances. All the information was coming out. Broadway was shutting down. And we were a month out of having National Water Dance 2020. So because we live stream, we were, we did have things in place to live stream, but not at this level. So everyone who was working with me just hunkered down, put in 24-hour days, and got it working through Zoom for groups and Facebook, Instagram, any way that people were submitting their videos on that day at that time, we got it up. They will only understand it by seeing it. I found it, as I told you before, profoundly moving because it, it, it kind of was iconic in terms of the life that we have all been living and seeing it up there in dance form was living it is difficult enough but seeing it up in dance form right made me weepy and i am not a weepy type of a person so i think our audience is going to have a very profound experience as they watch this right and we will say goodbye is there anything you want to leave us with because we're going to go out with that i I think it's it's what National Water Dance, what we try, what we aspire to is that everyone who sees this understands the power of the collective spirit. And as we move forward dealing with the issues of the environment, that the only way forward is together. And that is the power of our dance. Yes, together. And we have been so isolated. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Anyhow, thank you. Dale, Andre, you are a, ma a major artist of considerable, considerable worth and value. And it's, it's our honor to have you here on MNN. Thank you so much, Robin. I really enjoyed it. Now, remember that we are on 730, the last Tuesday of every month. So we'll see you next time.